All right. Uh oh. So uh oh. Check Here this we out, go. man. Check this what out. What white person has jumped into his DMs this time with some freaky sex shit? Come on. Check, check, check this, check might this be out. multiple. Uh, might be multiples. Is it Sarah and Tom or <laughs> Sarah and Steve this week? Shut up. I want to give a quick shout out to somebody oh, that shit. did jump in my in my inbox. Uh, I did share our <laughs> a segment of What's our show. <laughs> clear. Shaggy. <laughs> I want to give a shout out. Her her name. I I don't want to hem her. You say her name? Her name is Alicia. That's as far as I'm going to go. Her name is Alicia, and I want to give Alicia a shout out because she heard a snippet of our show where I was talking about my love of bodybuilding, and she has invited me to two bodybuilding competitions that she will be in this uh, this summer. So okay, is, first off, wait, 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 you're not going. You're not going. For one, Let's be clear. For one, for one, has this been has this been clear by has this been clear by management? Has this been clear by management? Let, bro, we are not letting get the management. This was, this was, this we was. are going to preserve his sanity and his livelihood and his balls before <laughs> it get to that point. Because ma- management, I don't think management will approve. I do this not is think management will approve. 36, 42 minute mark of the show. You're going to want to scrub this really clean and get rid yeah. of all let's, of let's, that. Let's move on. Let's friend, move on. Why in the hell would you even share something like that? So listen, a female pop into your DMs knowing that you have an affinity for female bodybuilders and invites you to one or her. Two of her? Two of them? Two? Listen. Oh, listen did you hear that? Oh, Q Biggie. Somebody got the dog. <laughs> I mean, sitting bro. in my living <laughs> Elgin, this is why I fucking hate you. You know what? The way salt hold up, hold up, Phil. Salt, bro. Bro, you, you, know what? To, you were bro. supposed to be the balance between no, the no, two no, of no. us. You know, and you added then, to his bullshit. Like, you know, what's know, going you on? Know what's even, L, L, you know what's even worse? <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's even worse? I bet you he thinks he, that she doesn't know already. Oh, she already knows. Sure, yeah. Oh, she knew. Yeah. She knew when a girl hit send. When she hit send on the DM. She sent that like, shit. She was like, felt it in her spirit. She was like, oh shit. She sent that shit. She was like, something is foul in the force. Like, Aqu- like Aquaman talking something to the fish. Foul in the force. All your technology and electronics. She's she she like, I smell bodybuilder oil. What the hell is that? What? Is that it. coconut oil? <laughs> This is why I hate the fucking both of you, okay? Bro, you I just, want, I just wanted to give a shout out to a fan of the show. No, 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 no. Take listen, and singing, listen look, I'm, look, look, I'm glad she came to see way, you. Look, the way Not, you, bro, you, you, I don't you like women bodybuilders. You? I don't give a fuck who you are. Alicia, look. Keisha, Tina, Renee, look, Ricky, I know, Bobby, I don't know how you're going to prepare for the pitch meeting for this proposal. What the hell? Listen, because, 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 it's funny that the both of you automatically assumed that I was going. I said that someone reached out to me and invited me. Did I say that I was going to attend? Bro, you should have kept that yourself. Like, I'm giving a shout out to somebody that listens even, to this show. Don't even imply it. Like, how would you even? Don't even, you even imply came it. On video with don't a smile. It. You, you know took what? You, glasses you need, off. You need remedial. You need remedial, remedial husbanding one on one. Bro, this is this is husband husbanding. for dummies one on one. You don't ever announce that. Don't even imply it. Your damn don't even DMs imply it. In public, and invited you, you out of town to some shit that you like. Listen, listen. Are you my wife, my wife is Bruh, very. Listen. My phone is open to my oh. wife. She can check out anything at any time. I'm not bothered by it. So, you know, unlike oh, you guys. Oh, oh, oh. I, take that, that, hold on. That, Tom, take that back. That, take that back. That, you should be bothered by this. 
this should be something that bothers you, right? Don't say I'm not bothered. You should be upset and agitated. Like, how dare she get into my DMs? What the hell? You should be. You should be indignant. You should have cussed her out. It's I am betrothed, man. I am betrothed. She didn't say she was The woman invited me to a show. She didn't say she was with me. Like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? She invited you to You're still saying all the wrong things. You're still saying all the wrong things. Half naked women with oil invited you out of town. <laughs> I'm saying that's all as all the management's here. That's all management's here. <laughs> you know what? That's all the management's yes. here. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again. It is the incredible in the black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, no, this, this podcast, podcast is gonna be back next week. <laughs> You'll hear a new voice next week. Shut up, shut up. You're gonna be a body cast with a mic to his mouth. We're gonna have his son. His son's gonna inherit that seat. <laughs> This song is coming in next week. Yeah, that's really hilarious. Hell up. Like, yeah, this, like, is, uh, this is a my, podcast. My dad's attraction. My dad's attraction. My dad's back is broken. Uh, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are no good motherfuckers. This, this, this is a podcast dedicated. Crush. Let me get to the fucking attraction, you son of a bitch. This is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and taking it all from the perspective of three grown-ass men who need to put a lock on their DMs. I am your host, Big O, Mr. In the Black himself, but you know I could never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my uh, bodybuilding oil-up team. Uh, crush suit. No, no, I quit. No, 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 no. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. No, fire me. Fire me. Fire me. You can fire me now. You can fire me now. Fire me now. I'm gonna throw that bottle at your head. Listen, L. Crush. Say what's up to the people. What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? How's everyone feeling tonight? Oh, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Man, hey, I just, uh, listen, just a shout out to O's family. I will be on the other side of the casket when y'all need me to carry his body. I can be up front. Uh, I've been working out so I can help carry the front part where his head is going to be laid because that shit going to be heavy. But I will be at the front of the casket to help him out. Uh, so whatever y'all need to, 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 to do, I can help with their arrangements. Uh I won't even charge y'all like I charge the rest of the people for carrying caskets. I just do it for y'all for free. This motherfucker is wild. I hate the both of you. If you're checking this out on YouTube, make sure you finesse that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe so that you don't miss out on the next video. And of course, we're asking you to join to go ahead and follow us across social media at in the black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. But if you really want to be down, you can join the family. L, please tell these folks how they can do that. For I you. want to be down. <laughs> with going through. I want to be down. Dude, you hey, don't man. have money to pay for the rights for that song. Don't sing that shit like that. Only white people sue over that shit. They don't know we're singing. Uh, hey, <laughs> listen, guys. Head on over to our website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. Right-hand corner, you can click the Become Family tab. Hey. This nigga wants to kill me tonight, man. I swear to God, man. No, 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 no. You want to kill yourself, brother. Whatever, man. Whatever. I know what I'm doing. You think you slick. Shit. Hey, <laughs> listen, matter of fact, hey, we're going to add a whole nother button to this website. <laughs> it's going to be a GoFundMe page for this motherfucker's funeral because this motherfucker's out of control. <laughs> Way out of control. Way out of pocket. Way out of pocket. I, I, I'm blown away that you would do something that egregious. Dude, just, feel, just feel in the spot. I'm sorry. We're listen, doing let, me, let me help you. Finish. All right. We'll do the hook. Hey, listen. Uh, donate, please, to the GoFundMe and to the cash app in the black PDCST. If it's for Sean, just say Sean's funeral. Uh, we'll make sure the funny gets to his family. I'll become a patron. Hey, we appreciate you guys, man. Shout out to the patrons, too. We got some dope patrons. Uh, we're gonna need like five or six more of y'all to be able to buy a suit for this dude because he wears a, 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 a 4X shirt. Get some water, man. God damn. 
God. So we appreciate yeah, all I you guys. I don't cough that through, much. Man. This nigga, right. you people are the, you. Uh, you guys are the fucking worst. Man, get some of that liquid death, man, in the can. Man. Shut up! Uh, shut up! Shut up! We need refreshments. <laughs> All right, we're gonna break away from the shenanigans for a hot second, okay? And we're gonna talk mm-hmm. about something that all of you are talking about, and rightfully so. This past weekend on Saturday, a armed gunman, eighteen-year-old young man drove 200 miles from his location to get the, get the Patreon off of there. Bro. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you ain't got his glasses on. They kind of fogged up. Because <laughs> you motherfuckers got me done. But yes. Yeah, man. yeah. so listen, so an 18-year-old armed gunman in full tactical body armor for that matter drove 200 miles from his home to a predominantly black area of buffalo new york to intentionally shoot and kill black people um i don't even want to i don't even want to justify by giving his name we don't want to put that type of information out there But needless to say, this has sparked a lot of conversation around white supremacy, domestic terrorism, and a term that I didn't know about until probably the end of last year called the Great Replacement Theory. Mm -hmm. This whole thing has been a, a, what do you want to call it, a clusterfuck, a shitstorm of just can't get right at this point um what did you guys think when you first heard the news about this about the shooting what were your initial thoughts i should say uh my initial thoughts was operating off of limited information right it was literally it popped up on social media first right i saw it scrolling on twitter and i just kind of like get the fuck out of here and kept scrolling and the more i scrolled the more i began to see the reports uh so of course my initial response was damn another mass shooting and also being cognizant of the number of mass shootings that we've already had in this country this year but then when more more details began to come out i began to get enraged uh when I saw that the intentionality of what this uh, terrorist was doing, uh, the way he plotted it, the way he put it all together from, you know, coming to the, the supermarket and staking it out and, you know, seeing the best time of the day when there's going to be the most people intentionally going to a, black environment uh all of those things began to enrage me in a way that i haven't been enraged since probably trayvon uh, because there's so many questions that need to be answered uh there's all types of conversations that need to be have had about uh platforms such as discord twitch uh I want to know the motherfuckers that, you know, were in the group chat that when he was airing this fucking massacre, I want their names. I want them in somehow some something is, and it's, it's difficult for me at the same time. And I'll share this point and I'll pass it on to crush as someone who wants to see the whole criminal punishment system abolished and destroyed. I, these are the things that I struggle with, right? Because hmm. the, the 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 heinous act of violence intentionally on my people, I, I, I don't know how to navigate that realm. So as someone who is fighting for abolition, I think this is one of those cluster moments, those moments of struggle of trying to flesh out how do we handle these moments? How do we navigate this? But again, just to answer your question, I'm enraged. I'm I'm disgusted. And my disgust is not only for him. I got enough disgust to go around for a whole lot of people. 
I appreciate your transparency specifically about that. That was a question I was going to ask you, like, how do you balance that wanting to remove, dismantle the system and then having to deal with a situation like this? Go ahead, Crush. What were your thoughts, man? What were your initial thoughts? Um, yeah, my initial thoughts was, you know, I was I was completely shocked that it took place in this part of New York, um, the level of planning involved. At this point, I can't be too surprised because I've seen, I think we've all seen how... Uh, how uh, dedicated these people can be when they want to. Um, the uh, the level of freedom they fit, that this person felt to take it to this extent is, 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 is on one hand astonishing and the other hand is disgusting. Um, that you feel the right to do so, to act in the way that you did. Um, I, uh, I'm also scared, you know, um, it is a it is an upstate New York where I have relatives that that that, that, uh, that reside not in Buffalo, um, but and I know New York's a big state, but you know it's hard for me to also believe that this person is isolated. That this yeah. person yeah. Is, is a lone is a lone wolf, quote unquote. Um, and I which is which is like, which is, which is, uh, which is uh, to me just an excuse to isolate uh, a potential a potentially uh, a disastrous situation. Uh, because, uh, from what I understand, uh, lone wolves uh, don't have to travel in packs, just apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, yeah. So, yeah, disgust and 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 fear. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for my people. I think one of the biggest parts that gets me is the fact that when you start reading or listening to some of the information that's come out, you see that this that there were signs before, and that that people weren't able to catch the signs in time to stop this dude. Talk less of the well, presence. There, there was a background check on him when he bought the gun or some shit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So not like people didn't do their jobs. I mean. Didn't he have well, a previous encounter with mental health yeah, surrounding yeah, wanting to yeah, do exactly. some level of violence? Yeah, that's, and that's right? why I said that there are a lot of things that fell apart. Because even the guy that ended up, they interviewed the person that sold him the gun. He bought it legally from a gun store. And yeah. he said when he, the guy said when he did the background check or when he ran the background check that no red flags came up. And he sold him the gun. So that means that folks that are supposed to be doing their job, quote unquote, aren't doing their job. Because I thought that was supposed to be the catch all. Right. Yeah. But here we are, the guy we went through the proper channels. What should have stopped him didn't stop him. That's 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 one of the conversations that we're having. Also, the fact the role that social media plays in this whole thing, mm -hmm. because if you listen to how it's been described so far, is that because of the pandemic, he had free time on his hands. And it allowed him to fall into these rabbit holes in the discords and in these other groups that then radicalized him. If you're to believe that, I'm just saying that this is what that shit. it It yeah. radicalized him. And they said, if you look at his timeline prior to the pandemic, that he seemed like a quote unquote normal kid, asking normal kid questions and doing these things only for over the span of quote unquote two years of this pandemic for him to go from zero to a hundred and paper. start leaving in that's this a, quarter. That's a paper thin ego. Well, I that's mean, a, that's, that's a, a paper thin ego. I'm not trying to shoot paper. him, Bill, because he's a grown ass man. But oh, it's, it's not an excuse. That is a harsh judgment on his character. You have a paper thin ego, sir. Well, well, there's a lot, there's a lot of them out there that's just like that. And that's one of the things that gets me too. And I want us to tackle these one at a time. I have friends that are that are attorneys and that are working law enforcement, and some of them are full transparency, they're they working closely with this situation here. The narrative that we're continuing to hear now through the media or through certain people in the media and through a certain political spectrum is that he, this young man, was a lone wolf. No. <clears throat> that is completely, outside of the fact that he had a full discord that he put up that had multiple members in it that were ready, that knew what he was about and that were watching this live stream as he did it. Mm -hmm. That shows you, one, that he's not a lone wolf. That there's, there, no. there's a group of these folks out here. And here's another thing. From what I'm reading, from what I've been told, he, he, the gunman released a 180-page manifesto 
Psychobabble. Go ahead. How 80 page manifest after, not before he started this attack. After he was released, I want to say that one more time. It was released after he was arrested by the police, not before he started the attack. So apparently there are a group or at least one other person that knew that this was going to happen and started the process to lay the groundwork for this dude's quote unquote story. Now, I'm going to ask you guys, what do you guys think the role of social media should be in this situation? Because now we have a large group of... As far as what? Well, I mean, yeah. because now we, now we have... When incidents like these happen, especially after you, I think, when was it? The guy that went to Canada and shot up the Jewish synagogue, he also tried to stream it or something like that, too. When situations like this happen, you have a large group of folks, typically on the left, that want to police social media and put more responsibility and onus on the social media platforms to not radicalize or to stop things before they get out of hand. And me, honestly, I don't know if they can, I don't know if that's possible to do that. Not only is it not possible, I mean, first off, let's be clear, it is possible for them to monitor your accounts on social media. They were already doing that shit. They were doing it throughout all the fucking elections where they were monitoring your algorithms and injecting certain things in your algorithms. They do the same shit all the time. When you, on your phone, you'll look at something on finish line and then next thing you know, you're scrolling on your computer and something pops up from finish line. So they have the ability to interject shit in there and to pay attention to what the hell you're doing, right? We know, matter of fact, was it last year or the year before last when they put out that bogus-ass black extremist list where they tried to list out all of these uh, activists and organizers and put them on some extremist list and to monitor with the... So they have the ability to do that. I don't know if that's the way to go because anytime that they try to institute new technology and new laws and new policies, the people who get hurt to most and we fall victim to these new laws and new policies or are the, the guinea pigs for these new laws and policies is always black folks. Like we're always the ones who I don't think that is the way to go because they're not just going to monitor for white supremacist rhetoric, right? They're not going to do that. I don't know how to do that thing. And I also, as someone who leans left, I don't think that's the narrative that we want to be putting out there, that we want to lock down social media and begin to have it some self-reporting system that when they see certain buzzwords or shit like that. No, I don't think that's the way to go because what they're already doing for folks who are speaking out against, for instance, the war that's taking place between Russia and Ukraine. There are a number of media outlets who lean left who have been openly opposing this war, who have been censored and shut down from YouTube, yep, yep, Spotify, yep. Twitter. Yep. So that shit is already happening. I just think that that's a real fine line and a real slippery slope when we begin to ask them to do that type shit. No, you're, you're right. I don't know if you remember, but a few years back, not a few years, several years back, there was the uprising that happened in Egypt. They called it the Islamic Spring, yeah. the Freedom of Spring, right? The way that they got that message out during that whole turmoil because Israel, excuse me, because Egypt locked down pretty much everything was to be able to use social media, Twitter specifically, to get their, get what was happening on the ground out to everybody to find out what was happening in Egypt. So, I mean, social media has its place. But then I don't know how you give, my question becomes, who do you give the power to, to delegate or to, to control who is saying what or what is supposed to be agreed. Who and can say what? Who can't say what? You going to give it to the fucking government? That's what I'm you gonna saying. You going to give it to Zuck I mean, or Musk? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, the, that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, they can have the power to monitor, but they don't have mm -hmm. the authority to 
to enforce. I mean, you know, what I guess they're not trying to say here is that, you know, you know, should we, should there be more of a relationship between uh, these social media platforms and, and law enforcement or, 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 or even the Justice Department, Justice Department itself? Um, and this has definitely been a question before in the past, I believe, just in, just in terms of trying to regulate the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing, I think the bottom line that we think we have to understand is that um, even if they do monitor, even if they do snitch, you're not going to stop these people. They will congregate wherever, whenever they want. They would, they would because, gather way before the internet because, showed up. Because no one will ever suspect a group of white men talking together. No one, black, no one will, except black folks. Except black folks. <laughs> except black folks, right? But, if but, I but, see two but, or three but, white men but, gather but, together, but, bro, that's a but, rally but, but, or but, a mass shooting about to happen. The difference is, L, who's going to listen to us when we're like, hey, stop those white boys from congregating. They're going to they're gonna be like, oh, they're going to arrest me for accusing them of congregating. They're going to arrest me. Yeah, you know, no so it's like, so it's, 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 so it's like, you know, all the monitoring is not going to stop that. But and the, the reason why it's not going to stop is because the internet's not the problem, right? The internet's not the problem. It ain't the fact that the internet's not being monitored properly that's causing these white motherfuckers to get, you know, bold enough to go out into to, black neighborhoods and shoot. You have to go deeper. You have to go deeper. You that ain't the fucking problem. It, the problem is the this is a racist-ass country and these racist-ass bastards are be getting emboldened to go out free. and criticize their racist shit. Like, well, you, well, let's, 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 let's to, to be fair, to be fair, the internet does play a huge role in that, right? The reason why I say it is because you have these small pockets, these these quote-unquote small voices. No, that, no, no, it's no, it's true. No, the no, the, the, no, the no, statistics no, and the data bear it out. You have an opportunity. Fuck them statistics and, and fuck that and, data. And you, 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 you're you're going to actually say, you're going to say that the bro, internet bro. is partly responsible bro. for that? The inter- you're not bro. saying that. The internet is so the you, They may as well accuse the phone system because they were congregating there too. Or you also accuse the roads for drunk drivers crashing. That's what I'm I'm saying though, man. Think about it. The internet is the gift and the curse. As quickly as we're able to disseminate and get good information, there's always people searching for this type of stuff. And the internet has made it a lot more easily and readily acceptable or accessible. 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 You see what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that the internet or Zuck is to now, blame and now, that we need to put now, the weight on him to now, figure shit out. I'm now, just saying it, I, I would it, say, it is what it is at well, this point. Well, okay, now I will agree with You've you. You've already let Pandora I, out I will, the I will agree with the idea or the possibility that the speed and scale that these groups congregate and act is probably vastly different than it was in the 80s or the 70s. You know the 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 rate the rate the rate at which they they can congregate. That that that's that's my point. That's the gist of my the scale and the scale of dissemination is definitely different, but nevertheless, it would occur regardless of no of course regardless of the of the of the of the platform. You know, from newspapers to newsletters to the flyers. They was the doing flyers, the, the, the flyers they were passing out in Laurel. But that's what I'm saying, though. That's my that's my whole point. It's like it's not that they would not have gathered. I don't know. I don't know if you can get the platforms to be involved like this. I don't. But but that's I mean that's why I said it's a very murky and very interesting situation that we're in, right? Because it's not like I said it's not like they wouldn't have gathered before, right? I mean right. they were like you said they were printing out newsletters almost. All and they were doing a study back for uh, that went back to the mid '80s to uh, mid '90s about the rise of white supremacist neo Nazis in California and how that group expanded, right? And it's all through like underground newsletters that these folks found, mm-hmm. right? Like, how did yeah. you? But now gone are the days where you got to go to a print shop and print out the newsletter and you sit behind your typewriter and you type it out first and then you go Kinkos and print the shit together. You know what I'm saying? Now you got this, your this you're, you're, thank you. That's that's my whole point. It's not necessarily to say that they wouldn't. They would have found a way regardless of the internet. But the, once again, the internet just makes it more readily accessible. It has a broader, a far, far. 
I agree a with that. far sure. reaching span sure. than than we had before. But I think now the, 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 for me, but because the, of that, I just don't know is you know, what, what role is type play. of stuff. Yeah, when we say that type of stuff, it's and we're doing a good job here of doing it. Is that most motherfuckers don't offer the context of it and saying yes, internet makes it accessible for these motherfuckers to get together to permeate and to stir up their racist white supremacist ideology that the motherfuckers bring to the internet, right? Mm -hmm. Because some racist bastard had to put it on the fucking internet for them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. racism is the driving force behind facts. all this shit. Facts, facts, facts. Now, I we heard about this this term, like I said, I heard about it at the end or maybe the middle of last year, and it was actually through several other incidences that had happened, and they talked about this great white replacement theory. Now, great white replacement theory, for those that don't know, originally stemmed from Europe, basically saying that the European governments and elites were going were bringing in Africans and Middle Eastern people to replace white people in these European countries. Of course, America being what America is, they adopted it to themselves and are now saying, or at least the, the theory that this young man uh, subscribed to, was that the elites, quote unquote, Jewish elites, and I want to make sure I specify that because that's one of the biggest things. Jewish elites like Soros are bringing in Latinos and trying to make uh, allow they're killing off white people how no one's specifying but they're bringing in folks from across the border and allowing black people to have more babies so that way we can completely erase white people in the united states yeah with the highest infant mortality rate in the nation yeah sure besides the fact that every known statistic shows that one white people are having less kids not because they can't have kids but because they're choosing not to. They're choosing their individuality and their money over raising a family. They're having less sex than ever before. This is not black people or Latino people's problem. This is something that white people have been formulating the ground for, building the ground for, for how many decades at this point? But that's neither here nor there. When you heard about great white, this theory, great white premise theory, what were your initial thoughts on that? Because the whole thing just seems not just unusual to me but i mean shout out to the late great ancestor dr francis cress welsing who in her book the isis papers talks mm. about what white genetic mm -hmm. annihilation mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's it's not surprising that whites feel that way that's been something that's been brewing and been on the back channels of message boards for a oh, number of years. Do, do me a favor, please, because I don't know necessarily if uh, if she, if her ideology and this ideology necessarily over, how I don't know how clearly they overlap. So they don't. What hers was white genetic annihilation was a warning to us that white folks were going to get to a place where they were going to develop something such as replacement theory okay, as i want you to be clear about that thank you to their future annihilation right mm -hmm. so that's that's what she does so it reading her work was a eye-opener and then you begin to see other articles here in the past what five to ten years you're seeing more and more articles about white folks not wanting to have children white folks not having sex you see all these different things you see there the you know the birth rate you see all these things you see white males primarily but not fucking exclusively being upset and feeling left out and being taken advantage of and also that They've actually used this term that they're being oppressed because everybody else are getting benefits. So to hear him use replacement theory also brings to mind to Dylan Rodriguez's phenomenal work, right reconstruction. Whenever mm -hmm. there is any sense, glimpse, peak of black progress, black success, you can expect white, white folks to a white backlash. Mm -hmm. So when we look at things like this, we got to begin to say there's been some successes, right? That black folks have had. We're dominating 
according to the media, what we're dominating in presence. Let's use that. So white folks are beginning to see that type of shit. And again, I agree with Crush when he mentions their fragile, fragile fucking egos, but I think it's another level of that. I think they believe that this behavior that they're exhibiting is a method of survival, that they have to do this type of shit, which mm-hmm. to me is a, a sign of fucking insanity because you rap bastards have been doing oh, rap yeah. bastards have been doing the same shit yeah, for I generations. From the while all of a sudden, yeah. I mean now it's a thing. Know, yeah, I dig now it. Now it's you know, putting in that context, it looks as if the construct, the manual construct of white culture, um, is about to. It looks like it's about to psychologically snap, or it, or it, or it is, or it is slowly snapping through the decades. Um, you know, fibers splintering off and shooting and killing black people. You know. Um, and that's what it, that, that's what it seems like. It seems like a a whole you know this construct is slowly snapping out of fear and guilt and uh, and, uh, and, and and perceived. Uh, well, no. I mean, I, I, one of the things that gets me the most wrangled, there are two parts to this, actually. Right. And I know we might go deep into this, and I want us to go deep into it. We might even forego uh, one of the other topics, because this is... That's fine. This brings, up, this brings up a lot of conversations that I think we Let's need go. to have. Let's go. One, the first part that gets me the most riled up is the fact that since the Obama administration, the FBI, and other... Uh, investigatory departments in the United States have all have said that the next biggest threat, Al Qaeda, all those other groups, that's not it. White supremacist, white terrorist groups are the next biggest threat to the United States. Sure. I believe it. But, but yet, and this is how many, this is over a decade worth, worth of work and study and data, and yet we are still debating in Congress, or they are now debating in Congress, whether or not domestic terrorism will now be a federal, will now be a federal crime. Like, literally, they're having this conversation. Well, and I think that in itself is consistently egregious, Right. But I think a bigger component for us, particularly black working class folks, is our lack of understanding of what the fuck is going on that we begin and still in many instances think that we live in some sort of post-racial society where racism is just now exclusively individualistic it's it's not no longer systemic or systematic oppression doesn't exist that we do not have the ability or in some areas in some capacities the desire to unpack how this shit is connected like how we see this sort of violence connected to our school systems, how it's connected to fucking white evangelicalism, how we see it go back to fucking Reagan. We don't see how this stuff is connected. And it has a lot to do with the way that we have been, you know, politicized. We don't have an understanding. And if this civil war, which I believe ultimately will take place at some fucking time, uh, when things you get think, hold on, worse, hold on. You, you think that this will happen in your lifetime? Well, I think in my lifetime. Yeah, I, I believe a civil war is going to happen probably within the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah. I think the groundwork is already beginning to be laid. I I, I hope that I'm wrong, right? But I don't think if a civil war was to take place that black folks currently, whether it be now or 10 to 15 years from now, are ready for it. For it. No, I don't think no. so. We've had that conversation before. I don't think that, they, that we are ready for it. Um. The second part, and I think the part that burns me the most, and these people, and maybe I'm being too mean when I say it, but I think these people have been indoctrinated in some capacity, are the black people that show up out of the woodwork when situations like this happen, and they start espousing that, okay, you guys care about this white guy coming and shooting up a a grocery store, but none of you care about the gang violence in Chicago. 
or they give out all the, all that you know th- that oh, whole God, narrative that you don't care about black on black crime. You guys want to get riled up. It's part of your plantation mentality and all that other stuff. And it riles me up so much because it assumes it starts from the premise or from the assumption that you don't care about your own people being killed by other black people. Every death for us or for many of us, I'll speak for myself, but for many of us is just as precious. But here we are. And I think, let me say this. I think in a lot of instances when we see this gang violence or when we see street level crime that affects black on black people or affects black people to black people, most of that stems from poverty stems from economic advancement. Those are things that we think or that for for many years with the data being what it is, that we have, quote unquote, an answer for, right? But here we have an 18-year-old man who sat online behind his computer for two years and somehow felt that the Jews are trying to replace all white people with black and Hispanic people in the United States and took it upon himself to go and intentionally drove 200 miles to go shoot up black, uh, a, a black space. Where is the answer for that? How do you, how do you fix that? I think those people who mentioned those types of things are stupid as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I think they're stupid. And I think I think it's an intentional stupidity. That's why I'm using such harsh language. I think it's intentional. I think it's a, a form of, uh, it's a white supremacist talking points, some some right wing yes. bullshit that they hear. Trash because fun. the reality of it is, the reality of it is, black folks on the streets in every city where there is an abundance of homicides are in the streets trying to actively stop the violence, right? Actively trying to stop the violence. Now, you dumbasses who come up with this white supremacist rhetoric, you're not asking the right questions. You're not addressing the right issues. A couple of places that you can begin to start and ask some questions is, go down and ask your local city government what they're doing about the the violence, right? Outside of more cops, building cops training facilities, a la Cop City in Atlanta. What are they doing? Ask some of your so-called black excellence motherfuckers in your city who are subscribing to all sorts of neoliberal politics to get them to, to privatize everything. Listen, it is so much more than just black folks need to stop hurting each other. Like, what? Do you even understand where that even begins? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it begins with a child starving or children starving in the morning. It starts there. Starving. Oh, DMX to the best. And, and, and a young father wondering, what the hell am I going to do? Listen, when the funds is low, the guns are low, looking for that one that, oh, make them run that low. I'm not going to watch my child die because I got to go fill out five applications and wait for some white guy to call me back and pay me $10 an hour? No. Outside even than that, I mean, I think that is also a part of it. But then we have to also look at the economic structures of some of these cities and where these monies have gone through. Some of them, you build these programs and then the programs are not allowed to exist for too long. They start getting cut here, left, right, and center. So you're not going to tell me that the after-school program, the provided lunch, provided snacks, and allow these kids a safe space away from all the gun violence and help them with their homework. And then at the end of the day, after a year and a half, they're like, okay, well, we're going to take funds from that program and we're going to put it into the revitalization program here to uplift downtown D.C. because we downtown, you got to make it nice and shiny so we can bring businesses in and all that other stuff. So then these kids are wondering, like, okay, well, we had to get rid of snacks and we had to get rid of lunch and then we had to get to get rid of Miss Teresa. Miss Teresa's not here to come and help us with our homework anymore. And then you turn around a month later, a year later, and it's like, okay, well, the program doesn't exist anymore. And then you have these kids on the street that don't have parents because their parents are working two and three jobs to try and put mo- food on the table and to keep a roof over their heads. These, all of these and, things and, add up. And all test these score, test scores up. are going into the toilet. 
Until, exactly. Test scores are testing going to the toilet. Like, testing is a nightmare for schools. In the past, uh, Bro, if I'm hungry, I'm failing every test. Every right? single, every single thing, every single Pretty thing. Much, and yeah. you know what? But hold on, we t- go ahead, dude. No, we talked about it just a couple of months ago, right on this very podcast. I run the story here talking about the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills is all millions upon millions upon millions of dollars putting in to build a new fucking stadium in their city. And again, this section of the city where this particular crime was committed is 78% black overwhelmingly poor and but they, you have these and motherfuckers a desert, and a food desert and a food desert that that, that tops that he knew. is the is the that market is the only the ep- one was the epicenter for, for least, people to come for yeah, at least right 40 or 50 miles he got this information uh, off of Con- google Conway, like he literally Griselda knows that knows that supermarket yeah. He Googled this information. He Googled to see when the busiest time of day was when they had the most traffic at this damn supermarket. He mapped it out. He literally went and said, I'm going to go one day and I'm going to be there at 12 p.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. to see how much traffic they get. And he chose the 4 p.m. hour because he said that's when the most of them are going to be there. So you mean to tell me this is something that this dude was sitting on the internet late at night watching and he he formulated this plan and found a way to get all of the necessary equipment to be in the right position, How did he carry the gun in the front. And ask. That's another question we got to ask. How did he, oh man, like $10,000 equipment. How did, he get ta- how did he get tactical body armor? Let's, let's let's take a let's take a step back because there was a there was a retired police officer who was the security at the Tops grocery store who, who was outside did, who was a good guy with a gun and you know, I'm, I'm using that specifically because we hear the narrative he was a good guy with a gun but could not he got shots off he got rounds off and hit the kid but because he was wearing tactical full tactical body armor it did it did it did not affect him. I'm like this. This whole thing just brings into mind so many different questions, and and it's unfortunate because I think a majority of them we really don't have full. No, there's no answers for this. There's no answers. Answers to it. Because when you even begin to talk about gun control, how this dude was legally able to purchase the gun? Yeah. Legally, he didn't get these guns illegally. This wasn't some, you know, street gang where the CIA is dumping guns into cities anyway to for black people to use. That's a whole other conversation. But he was able to purchase these items. And again, I don't want to blame his parents, but that's also a conversation that needs to be fucking had, right? It has to be had because how how do your how does your son acquire? ten thousand dollars worth of tactical gear and you have no idea like and again it's possible because i was 18 and i did some slick shit at 18 but um, credit cards it, yeah, but you, you don't so, see a whole bunch of fucking packages 18, show up at 18, your house though oh no 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 not to your house to uh to, to, to storage yeah storage he's white so he had to listen this man like i said key part of no white. way Good. No he way he three, did this he by himself. Three, he probably no had way. three or four. He probably had three or four credit cards, right? No but way he did it by himself. White, even those purchases don't cause red flags. It's a whole network of these motherfuckers. If I was a black waiting. man, if I was a black man, me and my, my black ass met purchases with any of those credit cards. Yeah, I have what do we call. say? I'll get a phone call. I'll get a phone call from Discovery. Fraud, call me. Discovery fraud call detection. Me. Fraud detection. We gotta. We gotta check your shit. Yeah. It was but two other places where he had considered going to before he went to the the supermarket. He wanted to. He, he considered going to either a, a school, and I can't remember the other place that the article said that he had considered going. So to. he had planned out two other he locations. Had, dude, this. Two other locations, like, and not only that, I don't believe that it was part of his plan to survive. I believe that he was looking to be a martyr in this situation in order to encourage others to take part. 
I want you to expound on that because one of the things that got me was that I re I've read that police talked him out of killing himself. That yeah, because he had the gun to his stopped, head. He sure. his, yeah, he had the gun to his head and they talked yeah. him out of killing himself. And sure. I'm thinking to myself, all of the countless unarmed black men and women over, let's just give it over the past three years that have been killed. And you somehow felt it was essential. Essential is the word I'm going to use. Essential mm -hmm. to bring this dude in for justice. And when you bring up these situations, especially, I mean, the internet is not everywhere. It's not everybody, but you get my drift. When you bring up conversations like this about how this young man was able to be brought into, into custody safely and alive, and we have all these unarmed black men and women that have been killed over the past three years, people give you all sorts of ridiculous excuses and reasonings for why this happens. I've heard the most thing, the thing that I hear the most is that America is a land of rules and laws. But if America was a land of rules and laws, and that's my point, if America was a land of rules and laws, these people, these black men and women that quote unquote did something egregious that needed the police to either detain them or arrest them would still be alive to face those charges, not to yeah, be like, killed. Who, who, who are you talking about? Yeah. And again, this, 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 there's going to be so many. I mean, there's already so many conversations that's being birthed out this incident already, right? The gun control one is going to be a huge conversation, right? Yeah. It's going to be huge. It's going to be, but they're all skipping the reason or the cause for this motherfucker's behavior. They're not addressing None of the people who have come out and mentioned it have come out and mentioned that the reason why this dude was doing this thing because he was a white supremacist terrorist, that he holds a strong white supremacist ideology that was cultivated online, that his so-called manifesto was a bunch of racist terrorists, psycho babble. They're not using that language in mainstream media. They're not doing it. So what that does is for many people is allows them and forces them to look because everybody's looking for a reason, right? A reason why this is happening, a reason why it happens so they can cultivate a solution so that never should never happens again. But if you constantly bypass the cause, you're going to constantly be looking for something that doesn't exist until you begin to actually have the conversation and the conversation is only a small piece of the puzzle to have the conversation like yo this dude was a white supremacist terrorist so what we're looking for now is other white supremacist terrorists where he got his information from that he sat in a chat room with that he was engaged with online that helped mm -hmm. him purchase all this this mm -hmm, gear mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. gave him once you begin to actually attack the root of it, then we can have all the conversations about everything else. But, but can, until but then, can you imagine that though? Yeah. Can you imagine that though? All jokes aside, can you imagine that that now white men across the United States would lose their individuality, right? And they would be oh, yeah. held responsible for the acts of other white men because people are, are afraid of the actions of these white people. Could you imagine if you walk down the streets of New York and there were actually multiple or a host of white men being stopped and frisked? Because there's a possibility you could be a white te domestic terrorist though. But that would that's never the happen. Why that's never gonna happen. But that's my point because you're, you're never going to get to that extent where we're going to have the conversation to say that this that this is, a, this is an issue of concern. I told you how... NSA, FBI, and probably a host of other acronyms that the federal government has have already come to the conclusion and said the next biggest thing that's going to hurt America is white domestic terrorists. And they've already said that the data proves it out, that these groups from the, the mid-Atlantic um, mid over where we are to the, the south, where we thought that it was probably the only like secular or whatever you want to call it, to all on the West Coast, that these groups are growing by leaps and bounds. And one of the things they need to catch as well is that it's not your traditional KKK neo-Nazi groups. Oh, no. A lot of these groups are, are categorizing themselves as militia groups, anti-government groups to hide themselves where they really, really just espouse or hold these white supremacist ideologies. 
Shit's wild, man. It's you know, crazy. It's, it's, it's hard not to uh, conflate this with the hysteria around uh, CRT. You know, it's situations like this that require CRT, right? Mm. Mm. You know, um, mm, 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 mm. And, and yet, I mean, I guess, I guess, in a way, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's a weird mix of surprise and, and numbness to how this country reacts to things like this. Um, you know, to find different kinds of scapegoats to distract you from the truth. Um, if only, if only to keep certain segments of the population pacified. So how do we, how do we as a people live knowing live? that these incidences are going to continue to take place? Right, that they're going to happen more. It's going to be more of these. And how do we get to a level of preparedness for this? Right. And as much as I would love for and encourage more black folks to legally own firearms and train folks in your homes for firearms, I think that's only part of the solution. Of yeah. Right, really it's only part of it. There, there, there has to be more to that puzzle than just simply if everybody had a gun. Because clearly, my man not only had a gun, but he was an expert with firearms, being a former police officer, and got some shots off, hit my man. But there's, it's just. I, I think there's so much work for us as a people see, to do. See, See, that's a, that's a thing. It's like trying to enact any kind of restriction or change, and these white people are going to act up. You know, mm. they're going to act up. You know, I don't have the right to buy body armor. No, you don't. No, you shouldn't have right to, to your 18 year old child to have no right to fucking buy tactical body armor. No, but you're going to find a reason to legalize that shit. You will, because I don't want that shit. You're going. That's that's your only reason. Because we black people want to feel safe. You don't want to care, so you're going to legalize that. You want to legalize murdering us. Fuck that shit. And they're doing this thing. They're stockpiling it. They're, they're, they're stockpiling all that shit. I mean, I've known folks who were in the military, man, who were able to get military-grade technology, military-grade tactical gear, military-grade weapons off of bases yeah. to go into motherfuckers' bases. And, 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 and you're so oppressed. And yet you're so oppressed. You're so yeah, oppressed they find by a every, way to do it. Oppressed mm -hmm. by incremental change, Incre increments, little crumbs that we get that set you off and make you want to buy body armor and AK-47s and shit. Because that's your freedom. So we, we that's, should. That, that, yeah. That's your freedom. That's, that, that's we their should freedom. arm ourselves. To, to freak out to over incremental down. change. To freak I out. We, we arm ourselves, but I think at the same time, this is a another sign that we need to organize and mobilize this is an opportunity that we got to seize to begin to police our own neighborhoods right mm -hmm. and and when i say police our neighbor mm -hmm. i know for some folks that shit sounds radical it sounds but radical if, as I fuck. See, if i live in a black neighborhood and all of a sudden i see some white folks riding through if I'm police in my neighborhood, that vehicle gets stopped, and I ask Tom and them, what the fuck y'all doing? Where y'all going? Y'all don't usually come through this joint, because you want to know why? When I go through their motherfucking neighborhood, that's exactly what they do to me. They stop mm -hmm. me and ask me, why am I there? And, if my, and then, even if my reasoning is justifiable, they still get me the fuck up out of there. So we have to begin to get to a place where we take some serious offensive and you know precautions that I don't think we have been really considering in the manner that we should have. I don't want us to have another Dylan Roof, another this motherfucker to come through our community to hurt us. So while we are in the act of policing our own neighborhoods and keeping crime down and creating jobs for our people, we got to begin to say, Motherfucker, if you don't live here, what is your... If somebody knocks on your door and try to come into your crib, the first thing you're asking them is, is what you're doing. ho, ho, yeah. what yeah. you doing? You got to treat your community like your crib. You're right about that. 
You're right about that. You're right about that. It's uh like I said, I wish we had the answers, man. I, I wish we had more answers. I I feel like we're I'm walking away from this conversation with all the questions that we've asked, like with even more questions. You know what I mean? But, we, we, we've yeah, been asking these motherfuckers for years. I'm will tell by the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we'll I, I hope I'm you I'm see the motherfucking Dems is already on this acting like, acting like a bunch of fucking idiots. Well, bro, the motherfuckers is trying to win, bro. They trying, oh, they trying, bro. They're not trying to do shit. They not trying to do shit. I didn't even look and see what Biden said when he went to Buffalo. When he went to Buffalo, you know, well, you I didn't even look at it. He said something to the extent of calling domestic terrorism what it is, and you know, I don't. He did say white supremacy. He said, he said some, he said white supremacy. Yeah, he, he did. He, he did it. make mention of it, but I mean, he also oh. made mention about police and stuff like that too, which is he, he got to because just gave them throw those, how many millions? How many millions of dollars? Talk less about what he's giving Ukraine, but that's a whole nother. Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. You don't want to. I don't want you to get your blood pressure up too high. Nah, man, I've been I've been pissed off about that shit yeah. since. But anyway, it is what it is. All right, right about now is the time when we like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you could take with yourself into the week crush what's up man man i just want to send uh just want to let people know about that wonderful black star album on luminary i was pleasantly surprised by the uh the change and growth in those gentlemen as artists uh it was a very uh very unexpected experience in spite of the fact that i have a new subscription now uh, but aside from that, um, I would like everyone to please take time to uh, take care of yourself. Um, I experienced a spa for the first time, so I highly recommend a red clay room at least once a week. Uh, take care, please. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, what's up? I want everybody to, if you're black, to go and begin researching and learning the gun laws in your particular city, your county in your states and then proceed accordingly uh my suggestion is if you are going to purchase firearms that you begin to research and find out if you know open carry you know all of the laws of your particular environment but before you buy your actual firearm begin buying some ammo because it ain't a whole lot of ammo out there and it's expensive Yep. And you want to get that shit because ain't nothing worse than having a gun. <laughs> and running out of the rounds. You write about and that. Running out of the rounds. <laughs> so I encourage that, man. Learn that. Uh, protect yourself. Yeah, please. Mm. Do what you need to do. Self-defense. All that shit. Man, listen. The katana yeah. is the whole shit, man. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, bullshit. Uh, what's up for me this week, man, is... I'm really just stuck on how we are proceeding with how we spend money in this country. And typically you might hear more right-wing talking, right-leaning right people have these conversations, but it's something that chaps my ass because constantly, 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 we are told that there's not enough money in this country to do X, Y, and Z. And in the same breath, people will tell you that we are the richest country in the history of all of the world ever. The United States recently just approved $40 billion in aid to Ukraine. It was a bipartisan effort. I want to say that one more time. It was a bipartisan effort, meaning that both Democrats and Republicans agreed that we should give $40 billion to Ukraine in their efforts to fight Russia. Meanwhile, here we are having debates about the child tax credit. Still, meanwhile, baby formula. Meanwhile, here we are having debates about whether or not people on welfare or receiving WIC should get baby formula. Why? Because maybe, possibly, probably these people that are on these assisted programs could be getting more benefits or more formula than hardworking, quote unquote, hardworking Amer other hardworking Americans. Meanwhile, here we are. You know what? I'm I'm trying not to get worked up, but I just that's my what's up for this week. I'm flabbergasted that forty billion dollars could be signed, could be agreed upon, and have a bill sitting on Joe Biden's desk within the span of a week and a half. 
and yet we're two years into this administration and there's no child tax credit, student loan forgiveness has not happened, and a host of other things that we were promised. And we are continuing to be told that there's no monies for these things and money was just approved within the blink of an eye to support people that are have no benefit towards you and I or help our day-to-day struggle. Mm-hmm. Crush, where can folks find you if they want to ha- find you, man? Oh, man, y'all can find me as usual on Instagram at SB Methods or uh, on uh, SoundCloud or even Audio Mac under SB Methods or even Bridge 3000. L, where can folks find you, man? At Elgin Bailey on all your favorite social media platforms except Discord and 4chan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Discord. Discord got a problem. It got a problem. Oh, oh, quick shout out to uh, Netflix for putting out the documentary on Stamp from the Beginning by Abraham Kendi. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that before. Yeah, you're right about that. I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore in the black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black Podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick with us, and we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Make sure you come on over and become a member of our Patreon. You will not regret it. But until next time, as always, informed, intelligent, in the the black. Peace. Peace. This is, this is the In the Black Podcast. In the black, bro. Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I like y'all. what up? I read a black coffee, Bretchen. Listen, in the black podcast, like y'all lad, it's all facts. You don't like that, the fault fact. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't wrong, then you're informed. Intelligent elements always relevant. Not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest in them, my excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know, black up he bro, man a specialist. No what the podcast broadcast, y'all mess with this. Like said they my cheat, who no dweed so effortless. I listen them, I learn, man, them listen them, I benefit. Reporting current event, everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite, the scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts, bringing them to your residence. In your house or your tenement, listen to hear intelligence. Body filled with Melanin power that's so ascending Bright in the stars bringing some light back to the desolate In the black podcast that your land is all facts You don't like that before In the black podcast they fall down Pull up your watch black up your chat me young in the black podcast, that your land is all facts. You don't like that, the fall back. In the black podcast, we all lost. The one of them can't, none of them can't trust. Yes, just like that, though. Yeah, man, I'm so glad you're coming. 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 Yeah, man, I